Why not listen to a show from Snackerikinask? Also available on podcasts on Spotify. Lie back and relax. Yes, this is Snacker Ikenorsk, and uh, we are on Radio Nova with Mac, Tiago, and Barbara. (laughs) And now it's my turn to talk about Roald Dahl. For those who are a bit confused about this strange name, that sounds a bit Norwegian. I think he had Norwegian's ancestor. He is a writer. He wrote many, many, many books, and many of them have been adapted. Fantastic Mr. Fox and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Wow. I think most people have heard those. Yes, I know the movie. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, He has very short books. Some of them are really easy to read. And uh, it's kind of, it can be very dark and be funny. It's very entertaining. It's it's surrounding this magical world of animals and, and children. Um, and uh, recently there was a lot of talk about changing some of the words like fat uh, or ugly that are used in his book. And, mm-hmm. well, very strange that suddenly somebody says, mm, I don't like those words anymore. I don't think it fits society. We should change those. I think they changed fat by uh, enormous or something like that, <laughs> which I'm not sure is better, to be honest. I was looking at synonyms. Uh, so for fat, plump, stout, overweight, heavy, large, solid, chubby, portly, flabby, paunchy, potbelly, beer belly, dumpy, meaty, broad in the beam. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, obese, chunky, substantial, extended, long. So, yeah, make your choice, you know. Make the changes in your head. So the cho- the the chan- cho- cha- uh, changes of words by who? By the publishing company called Puffin Books. Uh, and in a statement, this publishing company said the decision was to ensure that Dao's wonderful stories and characters continue to be enjoyed by all children today. Yes. <laughs> so is it censorship or should the publisher be allowed and should the publisher be allowed to alter a writer's book? Well, um, I feel like no, personally, <laughs> because if you're a publisher and somebody's coming up with their new books and it's not going on with what you believe in and they're using the word fat too much or just once but you're like nah we don't need that then you can just be like well actually it's not going to work out if you don't change your word but for books that have been written like a long time ago it's been working and it's part of the story actually I feel like it's pretty unnecessary if you feel like it's too big of a word you can put I feel like a little disclaimer Mm. on the book like in a sticker or another front page thing and just be like some words might like hurt somebody or like have to be put into their context uh, like timeline whatever that's doable but like to just change words in a book that's been written like years ago Mm. like meh also, uh, I'll, I'll add for this one, the writer is dead. He died in 1990, so he does not have a say exactly. on what's happening yeah. to his books. And and as you said, when you write, when you are a writer and you send it to a publishing company, they review it mm-hmm. and then you can make the changes then or, you know, refuse to go with it. Exactly. So it's been approved once yeah. already. Um, and uh, yes, so... Those words are seen now as offensive and problematic and 
<clears throat> I'm sure you guys have heard about also Disney, a lot of yeah. talk about the cartoons, how they were portraying uh, women and men and society in general. Um, a lot of question about those people making those cartoons and the people making the books, you know. Um, and I was looking a little bit also at Roald Dahl because I'm like, maybe there is some sort of drama behind this decision. Uh, who knows? Uh, there's a lot of rumors about anti-Semitism. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, his wife, ex-wife <clears throat> and daughter said that he was a, a very um, ambitious man, that he was working on his books all the time, that he was kind of not really taking care of them, uh, that he was maybe a little bit misogynistic. But there is mm -hmm. only rumors. There is nothing concrete about mm. him as a person. Okay. So, Yeah clearly a decision to adapt to the world of today. Uh, and I will also mention Jans Fleming's James Bond's uh, books, um, who, as you said, they decided to have a disclaimer in the books to say, yeah, yeah, this book was written at a time when terms and attitudes, which might be considered offensive by modern readers, hmm. were commonplace. And I feel like that's really important to not erase, but actually uh, just put like a notice before because otherwise if you're just going to erase everything that's ever been said uh, because right now it is offensive mm. it doesn't mean that it wasn't offensive back in the days it's yeah. still like it's just people have been more cautious about it now and just pretending that it's never been like that I feel like is morally wrong mm. so to just be like careful there this is how they talked before we don't do that now Yeah. I feel like it's smarter than just to be like, no, we're just going to pretend this was never like this, you know? Mm. I feel like, yeah. Yeah. What do you feel, Thiago? Um I've been thinking about that, um, why it's that kind of offensive. Because I think, I feel like that today, it doesn't matter what you say, in any way, it's offensive. Even when you say the things right, you um, offense someone else. And I think... Um, That what you say to change the the words, it's I disagree because first it's the writer's dad, so it's he wrote the book, so it's his um, his work. So and second, I think that um, if we like you say, if we erase all that stuff from from the past. Um, we don't have the opportunity to look back and say, okay, that was wrong and now we can do it right. So we mm -hmm. need our, always our opposite. And I think about, do we really do the things right today? I don't think that we do everything right or everything it's um, in the right direction. I think we spend more time about discussing about what is right, but we don't do it. Mm. And I think today so many, I go to social media, I, I see some, some debates where I think, is that really our biggest problem I think we have wars we have discrimination yeah. people are dying and this is what we are talking about mm. about you no know, words yes I understand it's offensive but it was offensive back then too I don't can I, I can't imagine that when people read that there was some people who say oh I feel offensive but mm. you know um I, think I've, I find it very difficult to think that somebody could be offended uh, if you read the books. It's it's mm -hmm. part of the book. It's so entertaining, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like, it's okay. It's okay to have a thought and say, "Oh my God, he's so fat," you know. And mm -hmm. I uh, doesn't mean you're a bad person. Yeah. But it's like, come it's on. It's like just time and place and know to hold your tongue because yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. I just feel like this is 
a bit of an overreach mm. there because I know that there's been this sort of theme of thinking about that with books of Agatha Christie and other things where there is like the N-word being said and I feel like this is a maybe bigger uh, yeah. without any wordplay uh, topic on this than just using the word fat, for instance, because mm. like calling somebody fat versus calling somebody the N-word, like one of the two terms is a bit more loaded yeah. than the other. So I'm like kind of, I see where you're going, but like, we, yeah, let's be real. Yeah, definitely. Um I don't think it would... I mean, personally, I'm against those changes. I think you should leave things as they are because they've been approved and because we are aware also at, that it was a different time and things were written differently. Mm. And in this case, it's, it's it's his style. It's his style of writing also. Yeah. It's very specific. Mm. Um, and then it, that would mean that, as you said, Tiago, uh, today we discuss everything and we should make sure everything is better, but it's not. Mm. And it's very hypocritical because we see, I mean, I see it with children, uh, how much they get bullied, how much they bully each other yeah. on the smallest thing. There is always going to be something, yeah. you know. You don't, you don't even need to go as far as to call somebody anything. It's just the way you look at someone. What mm -hmm. are you going to do then, you know? <laughs> yeah. Police everything. And, I, and we have to understand that um, creativity is always controversial. Like the biggest yes. creativity projects always cause controversy. And the time, and I think, um, and that time caused controversy, but it um, has an impact. So you, and I think today for lots of artists, are very difficult to say, okay, what I can do, what I can say. Mm. And there are be limited to maybe doing something provocated but has an impact maybe for the next generation. And so I think uh, it's yeah. a little bit gotta difficult. Give, gotta yeah. give a little freedom. Yes. Yeah, and I mm. feel like also it will take uh, some of the literacy, like literary power of the author because yeah. it's like, yes, you're going to be controversial, controversial uh, within whatever you're going to produce. But the question is, are you just using one word and then people just jump on you and be like, controversy, this yeah. is wrong. Or are you just using that word to be controversial? Like, is it getting giving anything to the story or are you just mm -hmm. using the story as some sort of excuse to be yourself controversial? And like yeah. the intention behind it is like yeah. what's most important and with somebody who died like 30 years ago mm. I feel like <laughs> and uh, with Come just on. calling somebody fat once or twice in one whole book yeah. I feel like it's just part of the story and not just to be fat phobic yeah. absolutely all right. well thank you for uh, contributing to this debate it was very interesting thank you for bringing it up thank you. 99.3 DAB, the home of international students. On Radio Nova. Oh, here we go again. This is a Snacky I Can Ask. And my name is Mac. I'm with Barbara and Tiago in the studio. Hi. And Barbara, this is your turn now. Thank Entertain you. us. I will try my best. So what I've been doing this week is just go on Twitter. I do that every week. But this time I wrote down what was the most impactful things that has happened. Uh, so I have different categories that we're going to go through. And we're going to start with just the news. If you have not been following them, this is what has happened this week. So we're going to start quite tragic and a bit 
bad, but it's the news. So, you know, it's not supposed to be funny. Uh, so there's been the reopening and closing of the Madeleine McCain uh, case that, yes. that just happened this week. It was opened, I think, on Monday, closed on Thursday. Uh, so it happened in Portugal and they were uh, looking into a reservoir uh, for this three-year-old that was like left alone, supposedly, by the parents. And they came back and, ooh, I cannot find her. And it's mm. been 16 years. So the case uh, started and she went missing in 2007. And we still have no clue what happened to her. But we're quite positive that she's dead by now, sadly. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, you probably heard the yes, story, right? Heard, Parents you know. on the There's already a documentary on yeah. in Netflix. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Tragic. Uh, then there's been the death of an 11-year-old, uh, Adrian Murray in Mississippi. He was shot by officers after he called 911 uh, for domestic abuse because his mother was being beaten by his father. So he called 911 uh, telling the police, you have to get someone here because my mother is getting beaten up. And the police shot the 11-year-old and he what? died. Why did they shoot him? What, like mis- mistakenly? Or they were aiming they, at somebody else? I don't know. I think they just got in and they were like, poof. What the yeah. hell? Was he black? Yeah. He was, uh, yeah. Okay. African-American. Uh, yeah, but, uh, so. I mean, too easy on the guns in America. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, then there's also been this week the public release of Burn After Reading Letter. So it's a red letter that's been written by Rebe- Roberta Laundry to her son, Brian Laundry. I don't know if you're familiar with who he is, but basically, I think it was in 2020, uh... Uh, Brian Laundrie with his girlfriend, Gabby Petito, they went on a road trip and Gabby Petito went missing. Then we found her body and then the boyfriend went missing and then we found his body. Turns out uh, it's the boyfriend who killed her. And in a letter, his mother wrote to him. uh, So on the letter, it was written, burn after reading. And she told him, if you're in jail, I will bake you a cake with a file in it. If you need to dispose of a body, I will show up with a shovel and garbage bags. Mm. So basically, people have been thinking and there's been... Exactly. There's been a trial with the two families, with yeah. uh, the family of Petito, saying that they knew from the start, basically, that the, the their daughter was never coming back. Yeah. Uh, because Roberta and Brian were super close, so he she had to be kind of in the know. And this letter is not helping her out. No. And it's been outed by the lawyers. So. Oh, that is bad. So uh, mm-hmm. he killed himself, isn't it? Yeah, he killed himself. Uh, they were arrested uh, in Utah, I think it was, uh, for uh, violence. And she was yeah. the one inducing the violence onto him. Uh, but... Turns out they were just in this kind of toxic relationship and it was basically self-defense, but people would not hear that. Next thing you know, she disappeared and then she's just found in the woods. Because I imagine, you know, for the mom of the guy to say, I'll help you out, Mm -hmm. there must be like, there must be something evil Mm. coming from both sides. Yeah, yeah. because basically Brian Laundrie came back home and then people were like, where is Gabby? And then he disappeared suddenly and then he had killed himself. Mm. So okay, yeah. So this letter has been outed. Uh, then Carl Jenkins. Not a lot of people know him. He's a 79-year-old Welsh composer, and he had to actually come out um, to stress in a phone interview that he was not Meghan Markle. 
Because what because what has happened is that the coronation of King Charles III, uh, there was this old guy with a white mustache, big. Uh, Uh, goggles on and people thought it was Meghan Markle crashing the coronation so he had to come out and be like no actually I'm a real person yeah. and I do music this is me <laughs> so okay. that happened okay. this week uh, then um, in Suffolk in England a seagull rips off uh, the testicle of a man as he sunbathes naked <laughs> so was it uh, mayonnaise on it or something <laughs> I don't know the details of this story but That also happened this week. Oh, so cover your balls, people. Yeah, cover it. Be careful. <laughs> Seagulls are restless. And then finally, if I co- tell you about chlamydia, you will think about the Nordic countries. Dan- exactly. You will think about uh, Denmark. You're going to think about Iceland and you're going to think about Norway. But little did you know, the Great Barrier Reef also has chlamydia. <gasps> What? How? I have no idea. They, <laughs> I don't know how, but we just, uh, scientists discovered that it has chlamydia, but it's not actually a bad thing because turns out it it could help uh, the coral to survive the impact of climate change. Mm. Oh. So, yeah, now Let's we've got chlamydia some, then. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's going to help you out this summer. Who knows? <laughs> but do you know, can you get it if you like swim nearby or is it um, just on something? Like? I have no idea. I know so that weird. it has the bacteria that causes chlamydia. Mm. So that's why they kind of reached uh, to that. But I don't know if... By swimming there, you're gonna get it. Be okay. careful. Maybe okay. protect yourself. Protect yourself I don't know. if you're going swimming. And this is uh, snacky. I can ask. It's now just me and Barbara in the studio. Tiago had to make a run. Yeah, run well. for the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, he's still listening to us. He is. He must be. He must be. No choice. <laughs> All right. We keep on going with this uh, news and tweets. Yeah. And... So now we're getting into my new segment, which is pop culture. So. With music, uh, we sadly heard about the death of Tina Turner oh, at no. age 83. Yes. Um, good news, though, with the music. Lana Del Rey is releasing uh, Say Yes to Heaven, which she has been gatekeeping okay. for a couple of years. And it's been leaked uh, a lot of times, but now she's going to release it soon. So we're really excited about that. And two days ago, Kim Petras and Nicki Minaj released um, a song Alone, which has been huge on TikTok. And it's it's so nice. Like, it's very summer vibes. You want to party. It just mm. makes you feel good. So perfect. You should listen to that one. I've mm-hmm. been listening to it all day today. I will check it out. Yeah. Then cinema. So right now the Cannes Film Festival is going on. Um, in kind of response to what Tiago was talking about, which is sad that he's not here anymore. But uh, the mo- the not the movie, but like the TV show, The Idol received a standing ovation. Although on Rotten Tomatoes, it does not even get 10%. Okay. So people are kind of uh, criticizing the Cannes Film Festival being like, you're all a bunch of fake yeah, people. and hmm. Exactly. Because the person who um, created it, Sam Livingston or something like that, mm-hmm. he also produced uh, Euphoria and he's a huge Nepo baby. So people are like, you're just clapping because you know him and his dad, yeah. basically. Possibly. So... Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you have to give a prize also for things they have done mm-hmm. before. And, and 
oh, my voice. <laughs> and and then, you know, you don't get a chance because somebody else grabs the prize. So it's like, okay, this time it might not be the best, but we, we have to give him yeah, something before exactly. they die. Exactly. <laughs> Then it's also been this week, the 43rd anniversary of the release of the movie The Shining. Ooh. It was on Tuesday. Excellent so movie, by the way. Excellent movie. So if you like Kubrick, it's time for you to watch it. It's been 43 years. Yeah. And Jack Nicholson. I mean, Jack Nicholson in movies is exceptional. He is great. Yeah. Ma- yeah. Magnetizing, I mm-hmm. think, as an actor. Mm. Yeah. Then there's been a poll on Twitter uh, this week as well on who is hotter, young Robert De Niro or young Al Pacino. Okay. About 300,000 people participated and we reached an equal 50-50. Nobody could decide. 300,000 people. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. We don't know. Talking about Robert De Niro, he is father again at 79. No way. So. Okay, he's active. He is active. (laughs) He's there. Um, Then we heard as well that actors Paul Meskell and Andrew Scott are going to play lovers in an upcoming book adaptation of Taishi Yamada's. Uh, It's going to be called Strangers after the book. So I'm really, I'm really excited to see that because I do love Andrew Scott and I do love Paul Miskell. Okay, so okay. I'm going to be going to the cinema for that one. Um, then also sad news, but actors Leonard um, Whitting uh, and Olivia Hussey, uh, they played in Romeo and Juliet, these uh, roles in the 1968 version of the movie. And they were going to court because they were uh, trying to win a case in which uh, they were criticizing uh, the um, producing of nude sex uh, scenes uh, where they are together because they were children at the time. They were 15 and 16 years old and they lost the case, sadly. So that's what happened. And also today... That's a bit lighter. But there was the release of Notting Hill 24 years ago. Wow. So we celebrate that. Also also a a fun movie to watch. It's a beautiful movie. Yeah. Uh, Then my last uh, little segment would be on trends and words of wisdom that you can find on Twitter these days. Okay. So the biggest trend I think that happened this week uh, was with this supposedly $7,000 blue couch found on the curb. So this woman found this couch. She Googled it, found out that it was supposedly worth $7,000, cleaned it with soap, and then brought it to her apartment. And mm. everybody is appalled because they're like, who would leave a $7,000 couch on the curb? Well, somebody that doesn't street. need it. Somebody that has enough money. Yeah, or it's disgusting. And you're going to get bed bugs. And ah. to get rid of that in your apartment... Good luck. Well, you so, need to make sure you check it properly. Exactly. You know. So we just hope this girl did. Um, yeah. And if she didn't, well, good luck. But you know, some, some people are, are like uh, neat freaks. I mean, you, you could have a couch. I mean, there's a lot of people yeah. giving stuff away. That's true. And they don't know how to get rid of it. They just put it on the streets. So yeah. it's, it saves them the money from taking it to a recycling mm-hmm. plant. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe somebody is just like, oh, something happened. Or, or my ex-husband had sex on this couch exactly. with his mistress. I do that not want to see it. it. You know, mm-hmm. what's the story? <laughs> that That is actually a good question. <laughs> what happened to the couch? <laughs> then people have been wondering um, w- about water. 
water being such a stupid concept, basically. It has been said that it contains oxygen, but when one tries to breathe in it, they die. What is this bullshit and who made this? That was somebody's wow. question on Twitter. Well, try, please. <laughs> Be my guest. Be my guest and try and tell us. Get back to us on yeah, that. Well, you won't, but okay. Then <laughs> we've had some sort of review on the Snow White story. Mm-hmm. Um, as the mirror said to the queen, Snow White is hotter than you. Uh, the evil queen was like, well, luckily I can change my appearance at will to look like an old crone and kill her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you, she could have just decided to look prettier, but she did not do that. No. Um, then I... have one last for us. I have one last for you, which is, if you... This is Sunday today, so if you thought that your Saturday went wa- wrong, well, this might make you feel better. Okay. So, this guy, Marty, he just received this message from an unknown number. It says, hello, Marty, you gave me your number in your intoxicated state last night. I have a feeling you won't remember me. We took you home in our police car. You assured us several times that you weren't a terrorist and requested we don't send you back to Ireland. When you drink, please stay safe and don't drink yourself into that state. Hope you're not too hungover. Stay safe. Oh, bless. That's sweet. That's very sweet. (laughs) That's really cute. I'm not even surprised uh, Irish people do that (laughs) thing. That's true. Uh, Okay. Well, thank you so much for that. That was amazing. Yeah, thank you. And thank you everyone for listening. You've been listening to a podcast from Snakerikinovsk for 